that will do it. Okay, everybody. I think we I think we made it. I think we made it to this episode. Um, yep. Welcome to the Hoopercast Movie Hour, everybody. It is episode three hundred one. We're over the three hundred humps, and uh, we made it to uh, a new threshold. So, yeah. If you uh, enjoyed that, if this is your first time listening, uh, thanks for joining us. And you can listen and watch the show in a variety of ways. There's podcast platforms and then one video platform called YouTube. Um, and that's about it for us. So with me as always as uh, Dustin Weldon and hey. um, and gracing us with her premiere appearance on our show. We're really happy to welcome our second Austinite and third Texan to this show. Brianna Aiken, thank you so much for coming wow. on. What an introduction. Thank you. That, that might be my best. That is awesome. I'm terrible at those normally. So I was just like, oh my. It is it's me. All these titles. Yeah. I do live in Texas. Austinite. I am from Texas. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to talk about a specific movie and then um have a discussion about it after the fact. So let's go ahead and get right on into it tonight no film news nothing one movie tonight and that movie is of course let me make sure i got this one. all right um uh what is it concrete cowboy son of a bitch i hit the thing and made a bunch of noise hold on a second okay concrete cowboy be alone out here bro. i'm gonna get my money and i'm gonna get up out of here you with me or not bro but then she's still made you a man overnight i'm your father you ain't my father i mean you're a father to everyone else out here Oh, you hate me, man. I was just like him now. I don't know who they expect us to go up and be free. Watching over our shoulder all our lives. That was a little snippet from the trailer of um, Concrete Cowboy. And uh, it is directed by Ricky Staub. Staub? Staub. Staub. Co-written by Ricky Staub and Dan Walzer. Yeah, Walzer. Uh, and it stars Idris Elba, Caleb McLaughlin, Jarrell Jerome, Byron Bowers, Lorraine Toussaint, and Clifford Method Man Smith. I had no idea Method that was him. Method Man, yeah. <laughs> I did not know. I was like, oh my know. God, hello. I know. Welcome to the world. It's Yeah. Um, I was like, who is this person? And he was great. <laughs> um, so this movie's on Netflix. It was released uh, this year. I think it was supposed to, it was obviously independently made. It was supposed to premiere at Toronto Film Festival in September of last year. And then it did not because the festival did not happen. And then so it was digitally released April 2nd, uh, 2021 on Netflix. Dustin, you why don't you take us through this movie? Because we are here and we're watching this movie and have this discussion at your... Uh, behest. My so, request. Sure. Yes. Behest, request, just <laughs> dressed. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, so, Concrete Cowboy. Um, yeah. Like you said, um, it is uh, a newer film. It's released this just this year. Um, so, you may not have even heard of this. This is um, kind of flying under most people's radar, it seems. Um, but, uh, but by and large, so the film is um, about. Um, uh, Caleb McLaughlin's character, Cole. Um, and Cole is sort of a troubled young kid and his mom to, uh, protect him, sends him to live with his father in Philadelphia. Um, his father and he are estranged. They don't have any relationship whatsoever. Um, and as luck would have it or fate would have it, um, his father is a part of this, um, group of 
black cowboys in Philadelphia, this, you know, age old tradition that's that's kind of also flown under the radar of many people. Um, and uh, and so he kind of gets uh, firsthand experience riding uh i almost said riding cows that's not what you do you ride horses um and um i should have just kept going and not even mentioned that what happened in my brain um that's right riding horses and uh you know cleaning out the stables and all that good stuff um all the while um a good friend of his that he sort of rekindles a relationship with is sort of uh urging him in a different direction and one that his father doesn't want him to go down. So um, there's, you know, good conflict there with the Cole character. What am I going to do? What kind of person do I want to be? And uh, and will I let uh, my dad have a chance at kind of shaping me um, or or not? And so uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a good little film. Like I, I enjoyed it a lot. I don't know how you guys felt. We haven't we haven't spoken at all about it. So um, mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I I always have wanted. To see this film I, I first found out about it because it was hitting the festival circuit and uh and i was like okay look idris elba i love and then like westerns i love and i was just like this is kind of like both and so um i thought I, i'm gonna see this and so when i found out it was coming to netflix i was like all right so i think i saw this it wasn't on april 2nd but it was it was like a couple days later. It felt like I, I was I was tuning into this. So um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed it. What did you guys think? What, what was your star rating, Dustin? Oh, sorry, uh, I, I gave this four stars. I enjoyed it a lot. Four out of five. Okay. Four out of five. Brianna, what about you? Okay. Um, I thought it was a super interesting story. Um, I um, must say and admit that my level of interest peaked when the credits rolled, um, which reason being um, you get to find out that two main characters in the film are um, actually Fletcher Street writers, Mm -hmm. which I was just like, that just took it to another level for me where I was like, okay, that's actually pretty dope. I thought that they were actors or at least I thought um um the love interest was was an actor you couldn't tell me that she wasn't so I thought that was really really neat um aside from that I was um a little disappointed with character development for the smush character and I was a little disappointed with um some some of the tropes like um you know you have a mother who's just like oh, i'm tired of my son's shit so i'm gonna shovel him off to my my husband and yeah. you know and and um my that, bad boy husband her, yeah it's like a reverse a, fresh prince i'm gonna send you to philly <laughs> yeah yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you from detroit to philly. <laughs> yeah. like right for me personally um I am definitely in the realm where I'm just like, I want to see like the uplifting um, stories, black stories. I'm a little fatigued with like black trauma, but this is not exactly a black trauma story. This um, definitely highlights um, a troubled youth who finds um, his way through community 
Um, and it touches on a, a lot, um, gentrification, it touches on, um, you know, drugs and, um, kids involvement in it, trying to get out of poverty and the struggle and, and stuff like that. Uh, so with all those themes packaged in it, um, having those big named actors like Idris Elba, I love him and Caleb. Oh, he, I, you know, stranger things can't hold him back. Well, I won't say that cause I love stranger things, but you know, when an actor kind of gets like not typecast, but just like, Oh, he's a nerdy little, little kid from this show. Like right. he was out here hard. Okay. He was sweating. Yeah. He was cussing. He's crying. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Caleb. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but we, we really got to see his range, yeah. which was really awesome to see. Um, so I'm not sure what my star rating would be. Um, I did enjoy the film but I had complicated feelings with um, some of the, the the themes. And sometimes I felt that it uh, there was like some predictable plotting where the, you know, the father's like, don't do that. And he's like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, yeah. so um, don't hang with that friend. I'm going to do it. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went and read some reviews because I was kind of curious. I was like, man, am I overly critical for this film? Like, geez, Louise. And I mean, a lot of people like loved it. So, so yeah, that's where, that's, that's where I'm at mostly. <laughs> so I, um, I, I gave this four. Um, and for, for me, it was, it did that thing that movies, uh, that I like, I like, it did that thing that movies do. And I like it when it does those things where you, you watch it. And then at the end you go, Oh, that's real. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just a fun yeah. idea. It's like, and of course you could, you, you know, you could look and see it's based on a book, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I love, I have, we have a strange relationship with based on true events because it's always based on true story, based on true events, based on real people. I kind of wish that it would just say like, like I wish that movies when they started would just say like, it would just have a text crawl. that just says, this is based on real shit. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, characters, things, themes, events, like things that happen, like this is, these are things that yeah. happen. Um, yeah. but, uh, but with real people involved, I, I liked the reveal of the Fletcher Street, the Fletcher Street writers. I was surprised too. I was like, wow, th not only were y'all not actors, you were good, not actors. You were good. Um, mm -hmm. And then it made sense why those people were in the movie on horses so much. Um, yep. And uh, so I, for me, it, it, it brought my attention to, to a corner of America and of black America that I had zero awareness of. Just it's I, I like I like when movies kind of bring me to this new this new world, this new area I'm unfamiliar with and, and tell a good story in it. So to me, it was it was just a, it was a good story well told, if not, um, uh, I don't want to say tropish or um, formulaic, but f f familiar, familiar story territory, but in a way that we've never seen before. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's probably where I would go for. So. I guess who I, I guess for in terms of like who would be recommended to um, just to wrap up the review section of all this, do you do you would you do you think do you think the average person would would get something out of this movie or 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 not, Brianna? 
I think so, because I don't think the average person even knows, I mean, beyond um, the tropes that I was kind of complaining about and pointing out, um, I don't think the average person knows that that culture exists in Philadelphia of all places, which yeah. is like, there's definitely the appeal there. I definitely would recommend it to anyone who was open to watching it or at least knowing like, Hey, this is definitely not talked about at all. Right. Check it out. So yeah, and I think I would recommend it um, just to anybody who wants a good uh, a good drama because I think it, I think it's worthwhile and um, and mm-hmm. and make no make no mistake about it. Like I recognize the the tropes in here, and it, you know, there's certain things that happen. And we won't go into it, but there are certain things that happen in, in the film that I think maybe were supposed to be more shocking than they ended up being or, um, more unpredictable than I think they were in, in actuality. Um, Mm. and, and, um, and so the, the tropes are there. Um, for me, the strength of it was in performance and, and in the fact that I enjoyed just watching it. And, and like, like you said, Hooper, just kind of getting an awareness of something that I didn't know existed. So, so I would recommend it just for, um, just for those reasons. And then, and I think it's, I'm always drawn to these stories where, um, like the, I love coming of age stories. And I feel like this is one. It's mm-hmm. it's a story of a young boy trying to figure out like what kind of man am I going to become. Um, I've always loved those types of stories, and and so this is it, just sort of told in in this um, you know pseudo Western um, kind of environment. And and so my thought was like you know if I'm putting on my writer's hat, um, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously going to be interested in telling a story about how this thing positively affects people uh, in its community in, in this area. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I guess the easiest way to do that is through conflict in like one like guy being pulled in two directions, one I'm going to frame as good and one I'm going to frame as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's black and white. There's not like, well, it's good, but, or it's bad, but it's just, it's good as bad. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so, so I, I understand the bias in it and I understand the, like just that, um, simplicity to it, I guess, but in a weird way, I'm, I'm drawn to the simplicity of it because that's what so many coming of age stories are. It's like, this is what's good for the character. And I'm Mm -hmm. not going to present the audience with anything alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, like, so if you like coming of age stories and if you're interested in learning about things that you, you probably don't know about, and if you're interested in, in anything that Idris Elba's done, or I would also throw in Caleb McLaughlin because you're right. Like he earns his stripes here. Like, like the, the guy can act and I love stranger things too. I hope we get to see more of this Caleb McLaughlin in Stranger Things season four, um, because this was really great. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I would recommend it. And, um, yeah, yeah, I would. So, uh, let's, okay, cool. So that's, that's on Netflix right now, Concrete Cowboy. Uh, and it's, we'll be there till the, till the end of time because it is their, their film now. So correct. Uh, yes. All right, cool. Well, let's, let's go to break real quick. Uh, when we do come back, we are going to introduce a topic and to discuss and, uh, Dustin, how, how did exactly did you put this? Uh, when you pitched it to me, 
can. Oh shoot, I don't know what I think you said. So so Ricky Ricky Staub is not black. He is white, Mm -hmm. and um, the question was, can that does does that matter in telling a story like this? Is it does it have less merit? Does it have just as much? And when is it okay or not okay? Yeah, uh, is it ever appropriate, appropriate for, right. for for that to to be the case? Yeah. So we'll discuss that uh, after the break, and uh, yeah, okay. Well, be right back then. We're gonna movie hour. on the Hoopercast Movie Hour. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch and listen to some movies this weekend, there's some stuff on streaming you can check out. Uh, the nifty little TV Guide article in the show notes, I scrolled down, I picked out some some stuff, some favorites, some things to check out. So this weekend, we've got Army of the Dead on Netflix on Friday, uh, which I will probably check out. I've, I've heard some good things about this, so I, I think I'm going to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. On Hulu, we have the premiere of the Marvel's Modoc series with Patton Oswalt. Um, so that ought to be interesting. I don't think I'm going to tune in for that. I don't really have any interest, but I imagine lots of people will check it out. Um, yeah. It looks interesting. Have y'all seen any any pre- uh, I say press? <laughs> press. I, I think I saw the <laughs> I think I saw the teaser trailer for it. I haven't. I haven't seen anything for this. It's very strange. Uh, but it, it looks like Robot Chicken. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot like Robot Chicken, yeah. Um, all right, so we've also got a documentary called Neat, the story of bourbon. I love bourbon, so I might check that out. Um, also on Hulu. So on Amazon... Bourbon. What? Bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, Go I was just keep what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Bourbon. Bourbon. Poupon. Pardon Bourbon. me. <laughs> um, so, and then on Amazon, there is what I can assume is some sort of concert movie, but it is pink. All I know so far. And I, damn it, I love pink. And I'm going to check that out for real because I, <laughs> I'm i impressed by that lady. I love pink. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to watch this movie. I also watched one for, uh, there's one on Netflix for Lady Gaga and there's another one for Taylor Swift. I watched that shit too, okay? It was amazing. I've known you a long time and I never knew this side of you. <sighs> I love it. I love, I love pink. Deep appreciation. Glitter, okay. glitter in the air, Dustin. Okay. Um, Disney Plus has got nothing for me right this weekend because I'm just waiting on Loki to show up. And HBO Max, uh, I also nothing. I'm about to phase the service out for a little bit to wait on the new releases. But I did watch Greenland. Like I said last week, I was going to check that out. So I did watch that uh, over the weekend. So I'll review that at some later date. Um, but uh, I, black and white, it's a thumbs up for me. So you could check out Greenland too. All right. Let's get into our discussion. Um, as we talked about before the break, we're talking about the idea that this film, Concrete Cowboy, that features an all-black cast, is very much about black culture, a specific uh, niche of black culture, um, is written and directed by a white man. And uh, does that... People have opinions about it. I mean, it comes up because it's because it's talked about 
in some places. Um, I also found a couple of things on Reddit, people who have similar questions about this sort of topic that I'll dip and chime in with for a minute. But Dustin, um, did you think of this because you had seen those discussions or did it just occur to you after upon researching the filmmaker? Yeah, no. So after after I saw the film and I thought, oh, I enjoyed that. Let me go see what other people thought. Um, I, I started Googling and there, and there were some reviews that had mentioned that the film was... Um, was directed by a white guy, which I, I did not know. I didn't, I didn't suspect that through yeah. the film. Um, it's not and, like at the end on the credits, they put up a picture of him. Like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, 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 I just had no idea. So, um, so I, but I will say that when I, when I heard it, it did make me think a little differently of the film. Um, and, and I saw a lot of people who were immediately sort of negative on the film because of that reason. Um, and, and then I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I completely understand that. I feel that now that I know that. And so, but then the question was, well, but why, why do I feel that? And why do these people that I'm reading these reviews feel that way? And so what, it, what is it about these, um, these stories being told by a white person, what, what does that, what does that mean in, in terms of our enjoyment of them or its mm. reality? So, so that was the question I wanted to pose to the podcast, to our listeners, to, to the both of you, um, you know, hear, hearing that, what does, what feeling does that bring up to you? I, I think that's a super interesting um, question. And I think as creatives, um, no matter the race, um, if you're going to be touching on someone else's, um, cultural back, cultural background, um, it has to do with a level of care. Um, and, um, maybe the creative even asking themselves, why, why do I want to tell this story? Um, not just to flex my creative juices, because sometimes these stories go in places that are extremely personal to, let's say the black experience, or if I'm going to write, if I, a black woman write about, um, a Chinese immigrant, you know, let's hope it's not riddled with stereotypes or, you know, just something that I think that's, you know, someone of that background would face. Um, so I think that I, I think that it, it can be done because there are creatives out there that I think that can make works of art that is reflective as long as it's mindful and they speak to that person in the community. And I, I feel like maybe a better question is what is the impact like what 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 really what she would uh, we should be looking at is the impact of that art or, or film. Um, like I think about when Tarantino in some of his films and writing himself in and saying the N word willy nilly because you know it's why not because I can it's something they would say why not and it's you know people take issue with with that and. Um, so I think that it all comes down and all boils down to impact. Um, 
after watching this movie, I saw that there was a GoFundMe for the stables. I, it brings awareness. I thought that was really cool. But that's pretty much the meat of how I feel about it is that it, it can be done, but there there's a level of, of care that comes with it. And, you know, in Hollywood, there's if we're going to specifically stay with um, white writers telling black stories, um, black trauma, they're delivering stories of black trauma. And there's not like, uh, let's say a movie like Harry Potter that features a, 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 a an all black cast, right. but it's like, Oh wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that a, a, a black film? And it's like, or it's just kids who are wizards you know, that's something yeah. that I would love, 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 love to see in Hollywood. And I don't think it should, should be taboo and left for just black creatives to make these stories. Because honestly, these stories could be made by people who who, who want to tell it. But if it's going to be specific to, um, if it's not going to be fantasy and it's going to roots specifically from traumatic and problematic um, dialogues and experience, um, then I feel that it, there has to be a level of care or it, there's there's just something that's going to be amiss. I, yeah. I feel a couple of films come to mind when it comes to like what I want to see um, from where I'm sitting, because I, I'm kind of of the, I am of the opinion that, uh, intention matters and impact matters. And, um, uh, and ultimately it has to be about the story and the characters. Um, but I, I, I do see a trend and we have seen a trend for years of, you know, when there are, you know, white people telling black stories, uh, or, or mostly white people telling black stories, it is very like, it's about slavery. It's 12 years a slave, or it's, it's about, it's about struggles, which are important to showcase and to bring awareness to. But at a certain point, like I, I would read about like how, how do people of color feel about, about movies like this just kind of over and over. And that's, that's, that's your representation in Hollywood. And, and a lot of people were like, uh, it's kind of depressing. Um, Get to, to, yeah. to the, the idea that this Fatigue. is the only only experience that we as a people have gone through that's worth showing on screen. Whereas if you get more movies about black excellence, you've got a movie like Black Panther just to pick the low hanging fruit, an excellent film, um, entertaining, and it's all about how awesome Africans are and, and, and Wakanda is. And it's, it show it gives people icons to look up to. Um, you know, not without some sort of like dealing with opposition, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with race. It's just, here's, here's a black story and here's, here's characters that, that, that anyone can look up to another film that I feel like it's less, I'd say less important or socially impactful, but still great is a movie like cool runnings, which is a, I love cool runnings. And, uh, there might be a few like, you know, nineties, you know, uh, I don't want to say ignorance because there's nothing in that movie that's just like, ugh, like doesn't age well. <laughs> but but you know, but it's it's about it's about four guys from Jamaica making it to the Olympics, and there's opposition, but it's not even from like, it's not even from like white Southerners. It's from like Germans, which it's it's easy to make Germans kind of mean to people who aren't like them. Um, right. 
and uh in in the in the eighties I think was was when that movie takes place but um just, I, so for me like you know does it matter that this filmmaker is white um it depends on the person for me it doesn't whatever however amount of weight that carries but for other people it might say like yeah but you 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 just you can't internalize the story you're telling to the degree that you know a person of color could and mm. i ultimately do think it's just it's just a matter of i guess a matter of opinion but i don't think that there's a reason why we have to react like it's definitely bad or yeah. it never it's matters bad. right it yeah. has to yeah. be well what's the impact what's the intention um i have something yeah. more to say about on that on that but but dustin you you chime in if you would i'm gonna pull up a couple quotes here from this parallel story on reddit yeah it, one thing that i i i, I think had hoped was that that time would would show and and that you guys would uh, agree with me that, that that it can be done and and selfishly one of the reasons is I, I've been for some time writing a story with a black protagonist um, and so I, I started to be like oh, oh and so oh, so no. you know oh no can I do this um, but but the the whole point was. Um, you know, when 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 I found out that Ricky Staub directed this film, um, what it did, it didn't necessarily affect the way that I viewed the film, but it did affect the way that I viewed certain stereotypes within the film. Um, and so that's where I think what Brianna was talking about, this this level of care that goes into it is let's make sure we're not playing into stereotypes or reinforcing those. But maybe let's let's take a minute to you know, um, to give nuance and to give, um, mm. uh, true care to, to, to what we're saying here. Um, and so, and so I would agree with you. I think that the impact is important. Uh, you know, Connor, you mentioned, um, uh, motivation is, is important. Your intention is important. Um, and so I think all of these things kind of go together to create a, a finished product. Um, and so, so yes, I don't, I don't think that it is inherently wrong for someone mm. to write anything um but 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 again it's that level of care that goes into it and and you know brianna you also mentioned fantasy like so my mind went to like star wars and john boyega's character and it's like yeah. so that obviously was not written by uh, a person of color that was written by uh the whitest man imaginable um and <laughs> and 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 um and so what what happened within within that was um uh maybe a, a um a mishandling of that character um but also you do have to have to wonder where that line is when you're when you're talking about fantasy and say well this isn't really going to comment on the black experience any more than it's going to comment on the the englishman's experience in space mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. they're not British in space, right? And <laughs> so uh, I think I think that's where the line does get blurry. But um, but I do I do think that that intention and care is is king, and um, and making sure that that you're telling a a good story, a story that people want to see and will have fun watching, but also one that um, that impacts society in a positive way. Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, Uber, you got those quotes pulled up? I do. And then, Brianna, I'll toss it back to you to kind of reflect on that. So this guy essentially yes. was offered a to direct a play. I don't even know what play it is. I just know it's an all-black cast. 
So he's going through this long. This is the short, this is the meat of what he was asking. It just struck me that I might be doing something wrong by accepting this opportunity. I've heard time and again on social media and in the world at large, where I cannot read, that white people need to step aside when it comes to talking about the BIPOC experience, black indigenous people of color. So my question is, I, I, am I allowed to accept this opportunity that was offered to me or do I have to turn it down because the school wants to do a show that is BIPOC centric and I am white? I have so many great scripts in mind by some of the best playwrights out there, all BIPOC that I would be truly honored to direct and would do so with respect for the story and by encouraging the actors to drive the narrative by drawing from their experiences by, but I feel like I have heard and read, especially this past year, that intentions don't really matter, that because I'm white, it's inherently wrong for me to be the director for a story that focuses on BIPOC characters. And, you know, people largely were kind of in lockstep with us. Like it, there's nothing wrong with you if for you accepting it, but you can consider this person says you can consider having someone BIPOC as some kind of counselor. If that makes you more comfortable, mm -hmm. you can use his or her advice for more in-depth points. And the someone chimed in and said, adding to this, please pay that person for their time. Don't That's ask right. a BIPOC person to do free labor. Don't ask anyone to do free labor, but especially yeah. someone who's offering this kind of advice. Um, yeah, that's some solid ass advice, honestly, yeah. because as a creative, um, you know, flex your muscles, muscles. Um, but if you're aware of this, right. And there is definitely resources that are available to you that can add to the art, speaks to the art, um, also speaks to what type of person you are and what you want to pour into like the, the works of, you know, like if it's going to add to the black community and you want to make sure that, you know, I am going to do everything in my power to make sure that this, um, is handled with care. I feel like that advice is super solid, um, because it opens the door for collaboration and that collaboration is awesome for allyship. And it shows that, you know, we want to tell these stories and we don't want to just, you know, make money, get the accolades, get, you know, I, you know, whatever, especially if it's about a specific um, background, you know? So yeah, I think that's super solid, super solid advice and pay them <laughs> yeah. and also name them. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, there's other things I could read off, but Dustin, do you have any, um, any, anything to add to that? I don't. Yeah. Someone wrote in here, uh, this is a very nuanced topic props to you for asking clearly your intentions are purely good. But that being said, if the focus right now is for them to highlight BIPOC talent stories, et cetera, I guess the first question the first question are, wow, do you have the background to give this type of production the direction it needs? Are you the right mm -hmm. person to lead that ship? Do you have anything particularly special or important to bring to the table when it comes to the themes and topics covered in a BIPOC story? If not, maybe this isn't the time for you to lead this project. Maybe this is the time to recommend a BIPOC director that could not only do the stories justice, but also gain something important from an opportunity like this. Um, mm -hmm. what about, what about, what about that sort of thing? Because I, I guess if it were me, I'd be thinking like, I, 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 you, you almost weigh like, you know, how, what the opportunity could mean for you. And especially if you think mm -hmm. you can tell the story well versus, 
do you know who you could just hand the project to that this company or entity would equally endorse like oh cool you know or would they be like this person's never directed something before nothing to do with mm-hmm. right you know so i don't i guess all things being equal if you have an equally if you have a, a peer who is of color and has pretty much just as many credits as you do i guess that just comes down to what do you what do you feel like i don't i don't know um how i would navigate that situation yeah that's 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 super interesting and that kind of goes into uh what we kind of talked about earlier with the film is asking that tough question and what is motivating me to tell me this particular story and am i the right person to tell the story and um that's just um again, making sure that you're covering all of uh, your bases. And if you feel like you can't do that, then again, you have to ask yourself that tough question. Am I the right person? Even though I'm being given this amazing opportunity um, and, you know, we see it happen all the time, like white director, they do what they do. (laughs) But um, I think that is definitely a tough, tough, tough question that I feel like not a lot of people will really sit down and ask themselves when it comes to delivering this story and saying like, am I going to do it justice? And if they believe that they are going to do it justice or that they can do it service, are they, you know, cross going down the list of trying to cover all their bases and making sure they're not shoveling over a load of just stereotypes and being like, we, we did it. But, um, I think, yeah, I think that's super, super interesting. Kind of cool to see people talking about it. I didn't know that people were, um, having those types of conversations. So I feel like that's the most interesting thing about film the past few years, I don't know. We feel like we're having these conversations more, you know, and like for, for, for better or worse, like there's some of these kind of go nowhere or they go in a kind of a weird direction where we're telling, you know, either very, very famous directors to, to, to not make films or very famous actors to not do roles because they're not rep because they're not representative of, of, of this or that. Um, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a, a larger conversation, but, but we're having the discussions about like, um, yeah. So just so you know, when you, uh, only show one kind of depressing film to, you know, an entire generation of young black people, it doesn't give them much hope for how they're going to be treated in the future. Um, and, uh, and whether it's white or black filmmakers who will change that, or at least provide a leg up or some kind of platform to people who will tell positive stories, mm-hmm. um, you know, that could, that's a step in the right direction. Um, I feel like either, either way, I mean, to me, it's a good problem to have. It's almost like, you know, should, should white directors be directing black stories? It's like, it's cool though, that we're telling these stories. Right. And like, we just, I just, I focus on like, but, but we're getting, okay. That's, it's, it's almost, it's definitely not splitting hairs, but it's one of those things where it's like, isn't it great that we're arguing about this? Cause mm. you know, instead of arguing about, should there be black stories, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean like it, that mindfulness though, it's like, um, so powerful, you know, just the fact that I 
want to do this with care because we know like you know those tropes like black people getting killed in a horror film first uh, <laughs> yeah. like uh you know it's 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 comical because it's perfect it it is a trope in movies so it's just like it's cool to see those departures it's cool to have like i think allyship is the best thing collaborative like hey let's kind of step out of what hollywood is just like come on just keep Mm -hmm. cranking that out you know it's that thoughtfulness and mindfulness that it's like good 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 we'll we'll see where this goes (laughs) so yeah i think it's the best time ever to be in that talking about you know like stepping out of the system because we just have all these we have all these options we have all these avenues for independent film to get noticed by people and a film like this you know yeah i was going to toronto but it would have just ended up as a rental on itunes and we would have heard of it if other people wanted to tell us about it and yeah you know that's where something like netflix strange behemoth filled mostly with generic content that it is uh Mm. you know brings us something that sparks an important conversation uh, an interesting yeah. one yeah um we don't usually do this on the show but i just just to sort of put a button on all this not really because we're kind of changing the subject but um i uh what what brown what are you watching right now like what are you are you in the middle of any show or movie that you have been enjoying or yeah i am honestly i love like adult cartoons right now i just finished invincible and that has been an interesting watch because I know like it does have a touch of gore or violence, <laughs> which is just a touch, over, just a touch, just <laughs> like just a little splash. A little you know? bit. <laughs> um, but um, I had a lot of fun watching it and um, I thought it was really, really cool. Um what else? I just watched the first episode of Bad Batch, which is a Star Wars um, um, animated series on Disney Plus, um, and that was fun. I liked I liked that, uh, so I most likely will be watching more of that. And um, I plan to watch um, the newest season that came out for Castlevania. And. Yeah, I love my animation, man. I'm really, really into that. Is it? Is have Cass- you seen, just weird question, have you seen Young Justice? I haven't. Okay, you should. I haven't. You should. Especially okay. the latest season, it's on HBO Max. Um, and the first two seasons were on Cartoon Network. The third season's on HBO Max, so they are allowed to get a little more adult with it. So. Sweet. <laughs> okay, cool. Dustin, what are you? Are you in the middle of anything interesting? Um, my wife and I have started watching a bunch of old movies, movies that just I have had blind spots to that yeah. either she's seen or you know none of us have seen. We recently watched The Breakfast Club. I've never seen The Breakfast Club. I only so, saw that recently as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, like year so two like ago. this is this is just a huge blind spot for me, and so like I have it. And uh, I bought it on Blu-ray and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I never watched it. And so uh, anyway, we're, we're kind of going back through old movies that uh, we should have seen and haven't. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about to undertake um, poking 20 years ago into movies that I never got around to seeing and seem to have survived uh, mm-hmm. time and criticism. Uh, 
just figure this is enough time to shake those out and see what see what's still in the trap. So, uh, but I'm not talking about any, any of those things because I haven't done that yet. That was an idea I had this morning. Um, but uh, right now I am plowing through Brockmire, um, which is a show on. Uh, well, it was on, it was on IFC, uh, but it's all of it's on Hulu now, and I'm trying to get through. We're after the Handmaid's Tale this season. We're gonna we're gonna hiatus Hulu, so I'm like, oh god, what am I watching on Hulu? So I'm getting through Brockmire. I'm in the second season. I think there's four. Uh, it's Hank Azaria, people would know from The Simpsons, and uh, and and The Birdcage yeah. as well. Um, it's a very uh, very uh, dirty and um, and fun show. Um, about a baseball announcer talks like this all the time and he's doing speed balls and he doing a podcast and he can't understand why his life's not working out. And, uh, um, and it's, it's a, it's an interesting show. It's just a weird premise that him and Harry Shearer came up with. And then they, he kind of made it into a, this character. And then, uh, I think it was a funnier die video and then they pitched it to IFC and it became a series and, uh, wow. I'm enjoying it. So, uh, if cool. you, and it's they're short, you know. There's like eight eight episode seasons, and they're like 22 minutes long, so it's relatively easy, except for those those ads. But <laughs> um, uh, so it makes them seem a lot longer, especially when Hulu likes to run the same exact 90 second ad um, over and over. Which because it yeah. didn't, didn't start that way, and my wife was like, "Why do they do that?" And I was like, "You know why? Because for like a year Money. or two, they gave you you know just advertisements, and then you." You, you grew accustomed to that and you tolerated it. So now they're like, oh, you don't want to go to premium, do you? Why don't you watch the same ad, son of a bitch? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, do and it. now you're like, I, have to, I, can, I can deal with ads, but I can't deal with watching the same ads. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so um, Give us that money. I'm going to resist it uh, for a little bit longer. Yeah. So anyway, that's what, I, that's what I've been watching. And hey, let, me, let me recommend this to you, Hooper. Um, so my wife and I have also been watching uh, through the latest iteration of DuckTales. Okay. This is yeah. your 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 oldest boy is probably still maybe a little too young to fully grasp it, but um, but man, that's the perfect little boy show. Like oh. I, I keep watching it, and I'm like, I would have loved the crap out of this. In fact, I did. <laughs> I loved the original so much, and now I love this one. And I'm just like, it's like monsters and adventures and finding cool things and people that are cool and funny and anyway so i recommend that for your kids i might be able to get him to watch it because it involves animals but he really wants to watch animals hunt each other so um <laughs> does does scrooge mcduck get mauled i don't think so nor does he hunt oh. uh, but uh but you know what your, your oldest would probably like it yeah boy yeah yeah it's a lot of a lot of a lot of weird Barbie stuff right now <laughs> happening in my house. Well, well throw, throw some throw some ducks throw some, with throw some top ducks hats in there. on there. Uh, Brianna, thanks for coming on. Please come back. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank you so much. Um, Dustin, pleasure as always, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks everybody for listening and watching. We'll be back uh, probably next week to talk about other stuff and other movies. Cheers. <laughs>